Hello friends, it has been a long time since we have spoken. Um, maybe not 100% though, because this is the fourth time that I'm trying to record this. <laughs> um, I've been trying the entire month. Actually, I've been trying to record this since November. And it is now the 18th of December as I'm recording. And you know what? I'm just going to do that thing and tell myself that everything happens for a reason. I personally don't like uploading podcasts where I can't remember what I talked about, which is difficult because ADHD and neurodivergent stuff. So normally if I want to put out a podcast I have to record and edit basically on the same day or I will forget about it um and so what happened with all my previous takes were that they ended up being really long but I think when you are talking about stuff um like reflecting on the year from a December standpoint it will be really long and whoever finds this and listens to it fantastic thank you for being here i think i just uh need to talk my shit and not care about how long it is i guess because i don't want the flow of what i'm saying to feel interrupted or unnatural because this is just a conversation we're having so yeah i have some bullet points written down but the, again, these are notes from November. <laughs> um, and yeah, like maybe things I said in my previous takes of this, I don't feel that way anymore. So here is my most updated thoughts on the things that I'm going to talk about. So, what the fuck? We are here. We are here right now. In mid-December, like Christmas is next week. Shut up. I I don't understand it. I was saying to someone that maybe it's just me, but this year has had a very specific flavor. It, It and maybe I don't know. Maybe this is this is just how I see things. Like you know, when you're at school and you're like, oh, my English book is always gonna be the purple book. My math book is always gonna be the blue book or whatever. This year, just the the one word that comes to my mind is sour. This year has just left a really sour aftertaste in my mouth. I don't know. Maybe I'll be Googling what the spiritual meaning of sour is after this episode. But I don't know. It was, it's very, well, now I'm going to talk about a different flavor. It was very bittersweet, too. There is a lot of stuff that happened this year, like graduation. Um, That is very bittersweet because you start to see how our lives truly do diverge in this yellow wood. Uh, You just start to see how different life starts to look for people. Like, you know, there's there's a quote that talks about how your 20s, Whoever said your 20s are for having all of the fun time of your life is wrong. Your 20s are for experiencing a thousand different types of griefs. 
um grief grief I don't know anyways and I find that to be so accurate because I find myself grieving so many different things at the same time all the time and I was like is there something wrong with me but I also I just think okay that's probably just the human condition and also just like man your 20s you're dealing with so many cycles of death and rebirth and seeing everyone step into exiting and stepping into a new stage of their life getting jobs and like moving and they're done with uni like it's it's so wonderful to see that happen but it's also you know like I said it's bittersweet to to see how how far actually we can be from each other um but I guess that's also just that thing of proximity-based connections versus real connections as the test of of time and distance I certainly have very solid connections from you know one of one of my best friends I've known him for more than a decade um and during that time we spent I think five years or four years not in communication we just lost touch completely and we ended up at the same university studying the same thing and it felt like no time had passed at all so sometimes you just get small miracles like that right but back to what I was saying it's just really frightening to see how we are growing up and I'm like wow I have so much more respect for my parents now that I'm going through this because this is so hard it is so 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 hard and to think that they had less tools available to them than we do now available to us is wow and of course a lot of this is obvious right we all knew from a young age like ooh, you know maybe your dream was to move to the UK because you had a big crush on One Direction I'm talking about myself <laughs> back in the day um, and you know like you always know that those things are possible and that things do that and then you grow up and you start encountering people meeting people who have done that or are in the process of doing that and it's like wow that's real okay cool but now that the opportunity to do that is actually at the front door I think that's wild I think time is wild (laughs) um yeah like I said I think this year was very very weird in I mean obviously when you're waiting for something it feels like it's taking forever and it's really slow but this entire year felt so slow it felt like one really long day yet it also passed by in the blink of an eye like please someone explain for 50 marks how are we in december right now send me through your essay (laughs) i don't understand it and i know some people might not think it's a big 
big uh big deal but i just find it bizarre this i personally i think that this is what scientists should be studying also there's just a lot of like really strange wild things happening in general whether it's you know in my personal life or a phenomenon happening in the world or like a trend or even the fact that i saw that there are holes on the sun's surface like i just, what is going on i did panic for a little bit and someone explained explained it to, wow i can't talk today explained it to me i will not attempt to explain it here because i don't have the correct way to <laughs> i don't have the correct way to explain it and i don't want i don't want to cause like a mass panic because i know like so many people listen to my podcast no i'm kidding i love like the four of you that listen to my podcast um really loyal you all deserve a gold star thank you for being here uh but that is not my outro i will continue talking So I feel really silly um talking about moving and stuff. Oh, by the way, hey, I meant to say earlier. Wow, we're in December and the last time I recorded and uploaded an episode was in June. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah, I wanted to record an ep- as I said I wanted to upload an episode in November, which did not happen unfortunately. Um and i was like i can't really you know i can't release a november episode so i was like okay let me re-record and i'll do a december episode anyways four tries later we are here right now in this moment thanks for being here um i feel really silly talking about uh feeling i guess bittersweet slash alarmed slash just indescribable emotion about people moving and getting jobs when hey me i me myself i moved to all the way to the opposite side of the globe um if you don't know me or you're just finding this podcast for the first time um etc etc I didn't I don't think I talked about this in any of my previous episodes because evil eye is so real people will pray on your downfall that is one big thing that I learned this year this like immigrating is something that I didn't tell freely to everybody because I was like this is already a really difficult process I don't need anyone like hexing me and making it even more difficult right um i don't know if any of you find that as well with things of like you have a new crush or you go on a date and you think oh this is great and you tell everybody and then by the next time they ask you how it's going things have ended or something terrible has happened and i was like i can't let that be how this ends so 
I mean, at least I did that with one part of my life. Other parts of my life that I fuck up and tell too many people because I am a very trusting individual, perhaps. But not with, not, not with this, though. Not with this. I didn't share a lot. I mean, I tried not to share a lot of um, anything, really, with the public eye. <laughs> Um, I would I would just tell really really close friends like where I was in my process, um, or if you know I went to campus earlier this year and people asked me if I was applying to do honors, and I said no I'm not studying at this university anymore and then I would just you know elude to the fact that I'm may or may not stay in the country you know, um, but no specifics, really, uh, I think, <laughs> um, but, yeah, hey, I moved to France, and, uh, it's still wild to say, like, I'm, si- I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here in this country, I've been here for three months, and I still can't believe it every time, I say it like and even though this is the fourth fucking time I'm recording this podcast saying hey I moved to France it still doesn't feel real like I don't know if it will ever feel real um maybe when the government starts responding to my emails <clears throat> I hope that doesn't get me sued but uh, yeah it's just in, it's it's indescribable a lot of as a lot of things are um i'm doing my master's degree currently um very very fortunately and truly you know the, the old saying that it takes a village to raise a child it took a village to raise me of course and it took a village and a little bit more to get me here and i'm really so grateful to everyone who has gotten me here whether it's friends you know who have gotten me through the toughest toughest times of my life especially last year and you know obviously my parents and all of my ancestors that have gotten us to where we can be today as a family like I just oh when when I think or talk about it for very long periods of time, I get very emotional, um, and just like, you know, you know, when your parents, it's like, their friends are so close to your family that you, you just call them like uncle and auntie, or just, you know, to be polite, like all of the uncles and aunties that have come together to help me in whatever way that may be, whether it's like apartment hunting, going to check out the apartment to verify that it's real um or yeah just I'm I'm so so grateful I never thought I would be able to do this really like you know so it was my it's always been a childhood dream of mine to move overseas and study travel overseas I don't have a specific reason why but I just felt that oh my gosh please pardon 
the background noise. I think this is probably also why I have had to re-record so many times. I don't know who this neighbor is, but they open their door every time I'm having an important conversation. So I'm so sorry if that happens again. But anyways, apartment living, fun. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? I'm going to have to re-listen to this. Okay, back on to what I was saying. I've just always felt that inner drive in me that I need to be out there. Um, you know those like really cheesy Tumblr posts that are like, oh, I was born in the wrong country. I was born in the wrong timeline. I always found myself relating to that. And I think about it and it's like I was 10 years old or I don't know, 12 years old reading these things and really connecting to them like what was like I think that our intuition is stronger when we are younger um because I think just society trains us out of it slowly um so that it can continue to brainwash us but I I just think about myself at that age and I'm I wonder how did I know or, or what I don't know. I mean, obviously, there doesn't have to be a reason behind everything, but I do, I, I just, I think about that a lot. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's really weird to think about and envision until it actually happens to you. Um, and I felt very behind for a lot of this year because I wasn't following the university educational system. I wasn't I wasn't at university, I wasn't, you know, it was the first time really that my, that I really saw my path take a huge divergence from everyone else's and it took me a very long time and there's still a part of me that is struggling with this to grieve the version of me that maybe for some reason continued studying that degree and she is still with her community she's still with her friends she's still in the town that she knows at the back of her hand and i mourn that version of me like i don't know it's just this okay obviously studying is a little traumatic very terrible but there was something about the shared suffering that was extremely comforting, which is also problematic in itself. But I think that just the feeling of community and being together, even if you weren't friends with everybody in the classroom, it was just nice to know that we were all going through the same thing at the same time. And now that will never be the case again, generally, except for like, you know, like world events um we'll be experiencing together but yeah it's just really weird it's, it's the same thing of like when you leave high school and your entire friend group splits up and you're just out there floating and now it is version two of that but on hard mode and it's very strange but back <laughs> let's continue talking about me um i 
spent a lot of this year, so it's probably the first six months of this year, which is a long time, um, just feeling like I was waiting and it felt like I was wasting my time because, you know, you see everyone else getting academically involved and they're um, writing exams and they're doing projects and they're doing things with people around them, naturally, you know. It's easy to make um, a quick coffee date with someone that is literally sitting right next to you in the classroom compared to um, having to schedule a phone call um, that fits your timetable and my schedule and, and all of that. So there was a lot of intentionality that needed to go into things this year and I really appreciate everyone who has continued to continue, <laughs> continue to continue, I don't know what I'm saying, I am grateful to everyone that has continued to be intentional with our connection and communication, it is really true, it has really been the only thing that has gotten me here to where I am today, um, or at least in the more intact state, um, I would have not been here intact if it wasn't for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful for those connections. And they really help to keep me grounded as I am here because it's really easy to float away. Um, I mean, I just for me in general, I float away very easily. I, I get stuck in my head and I... I just forget where I am, who I am, and when I have someone that has known me for 12 years tell me, like, you know, I'm seeing a distorted version of myself, it's like, oh, okay, you're right. You are You are right. It's It's really great, especially because immigrating is so I mean immigrating is difficult full stop period but it's so difficult to do that as a young person as a person of color um one of my friends also mentioned to me that you know she would tell a friend of hers I don't know how people people just know me I don't know how but people just know me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're friends with Kelly. And then my friend will say like, yes. And these people would, would like be really shocked and, and say to her, she's overseas alone, like doing all of those things by herself alone. And I never thought about it, I guess, because... You know, when you're in the middle of something, you don't always see that outside perspective. And my friend told me, like, dude, that's incredible, brave, amazing. And I was like, oh, I had not thought about that or processed that yet. Um, but it's it's really true. Like, I, I walk around. And I, I can't believe that I learned how to do these things by myself 
No one taught me how to use the metro. I went and I did that shit. Um, it's very satisfying being able to do things for yourself. Like, I, I got my visa to go to London. I planned my London trip. Nobody helped me. Um, but of course, the reality always kicks in when it's like the middle of the month, leaning towards the end. And your bank account is like, don't forget to top up so your car doesn't decline. Um, yeah, of course, there's there's nothing there's nothing like that feeling. And then you remember, oh yeah, I'm I am still a kid, um, and that's scary, and it's okay, and I will be calling mom, dad, whoever today, um, and then of course. Those nights where you're lying there and it's one in the morning and suddenly you're like, okay, what am I going to do after this? And then you scroll on LinkedIn for half an hour, one hour, two hours. Who could say? Mm. But um, yeah, growing up, it's weird, man. And just, I've... I have felt like an immigrant within my own country for a lot of my life. And so to be an immigrant in a foreign country, actually, has been very uh, odd. I mean, it's in a way, it's familiar. It's like, oh, of course I knew that I was going to get asked this question. But also it's weird to, for it to be like, like truly no one understands what I mean when I talk about how I identify in terms of my ethnicity. Um, like, you know, I tell someone that I'm South African, but then when they find out that I am technically like half South African, they were like, what, what do you mean? And I'll, I'll kind of have to be like, yeah, like I'm half of this ethnicity and half of another. It's, and I don't know, it's just really interesting to see how certain thoughts don't come naturally to certain people um and it's been really surprising to me to experience that um yeah also i just it was a little bit triggering um going back to school because i realized even at our grown age of doing a master's degree, that people are still the same. By the way, let me dispel any and all rumors about moving overseas. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not easy. And a city is really just a city. Um, just because I'm in Paris doesn't mean I'm not seeing rats on the street because I am. I'm still smelling pee on the street, you know. And um, the inner South African in me is always on guard for any untoward activity. I always hold my bag really cl closely to me. And there are people here that I meet that are either, they've been born and raised in Europe or just in the West in general. And they don't worry about safety and they'll tell me, like, oh, no, but, you know, you won't be robbed. You won't die. And I'm always like, okay, but I could be robbed, though. 
you know, and I, it, it just, yeah, it goes into a lot of layers of like what has been taken for granted by certain people, what lessons have been instilled in certain people. Like the first month that I was here, I didn't, I didn't go out when the sun was down at all um, because I, that's just not something that I do when I'm at home. It's not safe. Um, and so when people would make invitations to things and be like, okay, we're going to start at 7 p.m. And I'd always say no because I knew it would be dark. Um, and only very, not very recently, but I very gradually, of course, had to train myself out of that because the sun goes down at like four o'clock now. And it's very strange because on TV, um, which of course portrays mostly stories from the West, um, people will always uh, romanticize nighttime drives and walking at night. And, you know, me and my fellow South Africans could never relate to that because we would be scared to death or death, we, we would be dead. Um, if we did go and have a nighttime drive, especially as a woman, um, one nighttime walk as a woman, are you, are you kidding me? I, I never understood it, um, until maybe tonight, right now as I'm recording this, I, I went out for dinner for the first time in a really long time, actually, and, um, it was around 9, 9.20, and the road was a little bit quieter than it usually is when I come home, and I was just looking around, and there was no one around me, and it was like, I don't know, the feeling I had in that moment was so peaceful, so peaceful, and I never thought I would ever experience that or understand that and where that feeling or that viewpoint came from so that was just very I don't know I, I don't even know how to describe it. it was surreal I yeah it just happened I I, I don't know how I don't <laughs> I'm I'm speechless a woman is too stunned to speak right now um and of course, it's the end of the year and I'm looking back and I've lost so, so, so much. And of course, because life, a lot of those losses are not my fault. Um, no matter how much people have tried me to convince, tried me to convince, whoa, I'm, I'm tired, you can tell. <laughs> not... Uh, all of these losses were my fault. Even if people tried to convince me that it was objectively, that's impossible. Um, we all have a part to play in each other's stories. Sometimes we're sometimes we're the victim. Um, sometimes we are the villain. But the truth is that we are actually always both at the same time. Many things can coexist at once. Um, you know, one day I could be the really great friend that is listening to you. 
um, rant about your breakup and I'm protecting you and listening to you because I'm your friend and then the next day I'm the villain because you decide to get back with your partner as if you were also not just saying those things about them but we move on we move on I really just like I said there's a very sour taste in my mouth from this year um grateful for things that I've learned this year was a lot of learning that two things can be true at the same time and I wish that more people would understand that this year was a lot of learning what it means to be alone to just be by yourself by myself in solitude what that means and trying to discover a balance between that and making my debut aka going outside um that's something really hard i've been grappling with um yeah just just balance stuff but uh, you know as people a lot of my issues have come from interpersonal relationships and i think in my previous takes of this podcast i maybe dived too deep into it but I was I was being a little shady so I'm gonna be a little classy this time and just make an overarching 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 statement um that just by the way no matter where you move to there are gonna be shitty people wherever you go and also there will always be people back home that are going to talk down on you to your most likely not to your face but sometimes to your face too um and i know that there are plenty of rumors and whatever swirling about me at home by people who don't know me to people who don't know me um which i just think is really it's so it's so foolish like a lot of things i've experienced this year i realized that i am too grown up to be experiencing this again like why am i experiencing high school behavior why are people gossiping like this why are people talking behind each other's back instead of just to each other and asking questions i think that this year has shown me again just how much we don't communicate with each other um you know i very much try to ask those uncomfortable questions even if i'm doing it at one in the morning at least i'm doing it um for some reason 1am is kelly honesty hour and i just end up saying things that i wish i could say during the daytime and that I want to say, but I, I don't know, anxiety. Um, at, at least I'm saying it, you know. I think there's so much that we grow up with, you know, in different ways. We somehow are trained to not talk to each other about certain things. 
and it becomes taboo when you do address it or it's like a shock when really all of humanity is just we're social creatures we're supposed to talk about stuff even if it's uncomfortable um and I just find that people increasingly and increasingly I find that people don't want to ask questions and I think that that's true in every sense I think you know even just academically we get scared to ask questions but that's again a whole different thing of the institution of education and things embedded there and also very specific context to my own country but I think that people are scared of saying I don't know like okay cool you finally work up the courage to ask someone okay why did you do this or why do you feel like this people would would rather avoid that question than simply admit that they don't know why they feel that way and it's because when you say that it feels like it's invalid because you don't have evidence to back it up but feelings are not things that you can prove it's just it's how you feel and I I think that that should have it that should hold its own validity um yeah basically I'm just begging the world to ask each other questions before making assumptions or engaging in the harms of cancel culture um which I think is really just counterproductive because you have closed off so much, you know, closure for yourself, closure for everyone else involved, just leaving the situation completely unclarified and easily misconstrued, especially if it's been a long time, right? Memory is faulty, like witness statements are not 100% reliable because when you are going to try and recall something, you're always going to change the detail just a little bit. If It's not conscious, but it will be um, remembered differently. And I just think that if there can be clarity, that would make things a lot easier. But of course, life does not happen that way and things don't end with little neat bows tied atop of them and there are a lot of things that have happened this year that are upsetting and I wish that I don't still carry those feelings but you know if I didn't experience those things I also don't know if I would know what I know right now um, but it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's upsetting that we need to go through these lessons, quote unquote, at all. Like, I'm tired of going through lessons. I'm tired. I just want peace. But as a young 20-something, I think that's still very far away. Um, I I just hope that next year...
doesn't taste sour. <laughs> I hope that next year doesn't leave a sour taste in my mouth. I hope it's a lot gentler with me. Um, I'm learning to be gentler with myself. And I hope that I will find people on the same vibration. I hope that I will find people who are reciprocal. They want to get to know me. And when anything calls into question something about me that they want to know, that they will measure it against all that they know about me, all the time we spend together, all the trust that we have. Think about how realistic or valid this question might be. And also to just ask me, you know, like I really just don't want to live a life of smoke and mirrors. I'm over it. I'm over trying to impress people. You know, you have those certain uh i don't want to call them bonds but you so you just you you talk to people sometimes because you have to but i really want to keep that to a minimum i'm so tired i don't have time for faking things or trying to figure out someone's motives um and i know that i say that but I still do try and figure them out because most of the time I'm not given an answer and that's that's the the thing that I think makes me the most emotional in, in many different emotions of that there are so many things in life that will never go answered when in fact an answer actually could have been given but the conversation just wasn't open for it. Once again, engaging in cancel culture is not the healthiest thing ever. And um, it took me maybe two years to really, really understand that. And now I very much do, but I, I encourage you to take a hold of what is in your control that's what i had to end up um doing you know someone would say that they're upset with me six months would go by and i didn't want that axe swinging above me for what could be maybe the rest of my life and i just decided to take initiative and i was like listen i really appreciate everything that we have experienced together, learned together, but I don't need this causing problems for me. Um, and I don't mean that in any malicious way, but just in a, we're grown ups now way, because I've tried to communicate, but it's not being reciprocated. So sometimes you just have to cut things off for yourself because I can only, you know, like you can only focus your attention on so many things at once. You know, do not spread yourself too thin. You have so much to give to yourself. And 
it shouldn't be spent on people who cannot bother to show up. I don't know. I think if any of this sounds harsh, it is almost midnight. I'm really sleepy. This is the fourth time I'm recording this. But I really do think that. I think that if someone cares about you, they should communicate with you. If they have tried to be friends with you, um, they should know you at your core and things that you would or wouldn't do and weigh that up against the merit of rumor. I think that a lot of, I mean, every year I learn a lot about the different natures of people, but this year I learned so much. God, I'm tired of learning. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also, I'm proud of myself for how I handled a lot of this year. I had to realize that I am very capable of making good decisions. I am very capable of handling myself, of navigating, of asking questions, of communicating, even though there are so many situations that want to tell me otherwise, that want to brainwash me otherwise. I am very skilled at those things. And there are the there are two wolves inside me, and one of them says that I can't communicate for shit, and the other one says, "Man, you are literally a poet, and you're studying English, and you are so clear about everything. What do you mean?" And I'm in the middle, and I'm like, "Actually, I can communicate. That wolf is right." So, yeah, I think discernment really really big skill anyone can learn and just learning to be i don't know learning who the fuck you are and sticking by that because when people start throwing out accusations and it sounds like they're talking about a completely different person they are talking about a completely different person they're not talking about you and if they think they are they haven't gotten to know this really or paid enough attention you know and that's not your fault. And it's not fair. Never is. But it is unfortunately how some of life is. And that appears to be um, what has decided to emerge from me this evening. Um, and a lot of it I want to connect to the topic of sexuality and platonic, romantic just all the kinds of love, but I think I'm going to have to save that for another episode. So I will say, for now, um, I'll talk to you later. I'm very excited to delve into that with you because, I mean, it's something I'm still very much navigating. So it's not at all... I mean, okay, none of my podcasts are ever an answer to a question, it's just me throwing out questions and potential thoughts, you know. Um, and on the topic of identity, gosh, there are so many questions. I'm still Googling so much. Um, and hand in hand with that, I wish that people asked more questions instead of assuming things. You know, what might be just genuinely a friendship between me and someone 
someone else could interpret as romantic and then start a rumor about, which is completely unfair because firstly, a relationship is between, or a friendship is between two people generally, right? You know, why is some random third party uninvited getting involved and then causing problems? That I've been thinking about that so much in terms of sexuality and just thinking about assumptions I would make when I was young as well about seeing the way certain people acted with each other and making an assumption and how now I have, I wouldn't say I've completely unlearned it, but it's something I'm so much more aware of that things don't always look how they might look on the surface or how we've been trained to interpret them. And that's where I'll leave it for now. Just remember asking questions is more important than the expediency with which you can cancel someone. And saying and admitting that you don't know something is more important than avoiding a conversation completely at all. So this was me and my TED talk um, and what has decided to pop out during this TED talk um, to wrap up the year. In closing, I'm, I'm super, super grateful um, despite everything, despite everything. I'm really grateful to be where I am, to have met the people that I've met, even those that were taken away from me, whether by other people, whether by circumstance, whether by a god. I am, um, yeah, I'm just um, thinking a lot as usual. And I still can't believe I'm here in many ways, many different years. Um, but for now, that's me. 2023. You were an interesting one for sure. Um, I hope that my good karma comes through soon. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. 2024, please be good. I pray. I look forward to making a goodbye 2024 episode one day and comparing that one to this. Um, yeah, and I look forward to the next time we get to have a talk. I hope you enjoy the rest of your 2023 and the festive season can be lonely. So I'm sending you lots of love. It is for me too this year because I'm away from home for the first time during the festive season. So I'm sending you lots of love and wishing you so much peace for the rest of the year. Um, even if everything else has been shit, I hope that the last few weeks of this year are okay um, in whatever capacity that might look like for you. So yes, I send you off with all of my love and all of my wishes. Until next time.
Hello, this is me in post-production editing process, um, but a friend of mine, we had a video call today and she said something so profound that I've been trying to find the words for, that it's, oh, it's the most satisfying feeling when you talk to someone and they somehow find the words to explain exactly how you've been feeling. She said to me that friendship and romance and all of that look different for so many people. For example, with friendship, she also envisions herself, um, you know, wanting to be part of her friends' lives, helping them raise their kids. Friendship is also talking about building your life with someone. Like we often talk about building our lives together and we talk about our future together and so that's not an exclusively romantic thing and again that doesn't necessarily have to relate to anything sexual like we need to stop putting things in boxes what myself and another friend consider to be a deep platonic love might not look like what the media portrays most of the time it won't because we are all just so wildly different from the one model or, or mode that is represented mostly online um yeah so i would i this has been on my mind i don't i kind of do want to make another episode about it as i said but I'll see what happens. This words it really, really well, I think. So, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the podcast. See you next time.